The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Now, Chief William G. Palmini Jr. is Chief of the Department of Public Safety at Notre Dame de Namur and former Chief of University of California, Hastings College of Law, San Francisco. And he's on the line with us here. How are you today? I'm fine, Toby. I hope all is well with you. Yeah, I'm smashing today. Now, your recent book that's just came out is called Know What Cops Know. So what can you tell us about about the book. Well, I can tell you that it's a crime prevention guide, and the idea for this book came out of a desire to share the knowledge that police officers acquire in the line of duty so that readers can get a better, uh, may better protect themselves. It's mm-hmm. sort of a building awareness and developing traits uh, that law enforcement use daily. And after interviewing a lot of suspects with regards to the crimes mentioned in this book, uh, I'm I'm giving the information, I'm attempting to give the information in this book to to the public, what the bad guys look for and what the cops look for and what the cops have developed from the bad guys so you can better protect yourself and your family. Do you feel this book is quite important? I do, with the current climate uh, uh, that's going on in, in this country. I mean, uh, it's not a, this is a, this is a, for society, this is for people, this is for the public to help protect themselves uh, and avoid being a, a victim of a crime. And what is this current climate that you refer to? I'm talking about the permissive, what I feel is the permissiveness in society of crime, the the lack of the justice system mm. to take action to uh, assist the the general public. Uh, you know, it's the whole political defund the police and the, uh, and the, uh, the, the political nature and uh, I uh, I think that what is happening is there's a lot in law enforcement and the criminal justice system that are not doing their jobs and, and not educating or preventing uh, crimes from the public I think that a lot of police officers that I talk to have uh, have shied away from taking aggressive uh, uh, steps uh, to to protect the public, and it's only because of the social climate that we have. I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying a few of them. You know the the recent uh, the recent shooting and the mass shooting in uh, in Alverde, Texas, uh, where all those children got uh, uh, shot, uh, is a prime example of the breakdown in the justice system, the lack of 
of, of, of uh, law enforcement officials to take action because I really believe that they either didn't have the proper training and or they were afraid to uh, afraid of the media or what the results if they went wrong. And I, I just think that that's part of the climate. So this book, I talk about mass shootings in this book also. There's a, it's a chapter. It's got several crimes, including ATM machines, burglary, residential burglary, date rape, uh, mass shootings, uh, uh, senior citizen scams, uh, pigeon drops, uh, date rapes, uh, uh, carjackings, and a, a myriad of, uh, of different crimes that I try to assist the reader in. Number one, what to look for. Number two, and if you should become a victim, what to do if you are a victim, and a crime uh, for that crime at the end of each uh, section. So what are some of the ways that you lay out in the book on how we can prevent crime? I mean, is it preventing ourselves being a victim, or is it maybe more actively stopping crime from happening? Well, trying to prevent the person uh, or individuals from being a victim. Uh, of course, you know nothing's foolproof, but let's let's take let's, let's take an example of a, of a date rape you know uh, you know my investigations at date rape are probably one of the most difficult crimes to solve especially when it's a one-on-one and he he said she said situation so yeah. I try to point out some things in here that I know from talking to suspects and uh, and, uh, and responsibles uh, what they look for. So I try to tell the person, whether it be male or female, uh, you know, you need to, number one, uh, beware if, if the, your date or the person tries to get you to ignore your instincts. Beware if the date wants to take you to a secluded location. Beware if your date tries to separate you. This is really important. Separate you from your friends. And most date rapes will happen and occur from, you know, a bar. It's usually going to be a stranger. You know, 50% of rapes, the, the victim usually knows the responsible. However, for those percentages that occur on a date rape, most of them, not all of them, but most of them will occur at a bar or a nightclub. So one of the things I said is don't leave your drink and go to the dance floor uh, and don't isolate yourself from your friends. If the perpetrator tries to isolate you, be aware, use your instincts. Uh, uh, don't accept beverages from somebody you don't know, uh, especially if they bring the drink to you. Uh, and if you go to the bathroom or, or go to the dance floor, don't drink the drink when you get back, unless you have a friend that's sitting there and, and paying full attention and nobody's uh, placing anything in that drink. You know, it's safer to order a new drink. Yeah. An important point as well is that, of course, there are ways that you can prevent it as laid out in this book, but a rape is never the victim's fault, is it? That is correct. I point that out also. Yeah. And don't be afraid to know. Say no and make sure that they know that no means no. Yeah. So how long did this book take you to write? About four years. Mm. It covers, I mean, as an example, uh, let's just take a residential burglary. Uh, yeah. Uh, it uh, most people know to lock your doors, but a lot of people forget or close your windows. But what a what a burglar uh, that's going to come to your residence know that between ten o'clock in the morning and two in the afternoon is usually the prime time that a burglar is going to uh, enter your, your, your residence. Um, they're looking for hedges or, or foliage that covers what they're going to consider the point of entry. Uh, is the backyard easy, accessible 
so they could go around to the backyard and and uh, and uh, and operate in secrecy out of the public view. Uh, if you're looking out your window and you see a car that you don't recognize, especially if it has no license plates, especially if it has license plates that have a lot of a lot of dirt on the license plate, you know, look like example is the car really shiny and clean, but the license plates are dirty. Mm. That's a clue that somebody may be casing your house. Uh, uh, watch out for the people that, that will ring your doorbell uh, and uh, and ask to use your bathroom. And then, uh, and then, especially if there's two of them, because one will be talking to you at the front door while one uses the bathroom, and the one that uses the bathroom is usually going to rifle through jewelry and things like that, uh, and 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 take you know expensive objects out of the residence. Uh, so you need to be aware of these and uh, be aware of these factors. Yeah. How much of your own work has gone into the research for this book? Oh, almost every chapter I mentioned, uh, I mentioned from my desk in the, when I was investigations for over 20 years. Yeah. I've, I've investigated all of these cases uh, uh, many times. And uh, so I'm, I'm speaking from very, uh, I'm very familiar with the cases. I've, I've done thousands of interviews uh, right. with the suspects, both you know, burglars, robbers, uh, uh, you know, ATM machines, drug dealers, you know, rapists, serial killers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm speaking from the information that I gleaned from them over the years uh, together with uh, what they tell me they, they're looking, they look for, you know, I, I go to in a lot of scams uh, uh, on the, on the, on the, on the elderly. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, and there are a lot of those out there as an example, I'll give you one quick one. And, and I've investigated this several times. It's what's called a pigeon drop. Uh, Toby, have you ever heard of a pigeon drop? I don't think so. Okay. Well, it's usually played on an elderly where an elderly is, is walking down the street and it's usually by done by, two females female will rushly eagerly walk up to the elderly woman and say look in this bag i just found ten thousand dollars in this bag and i don't know what to do with it and they will have a roll of play money but around the play money will really be a couple of 100 dollars bills so mm. if you're in your 70s or 80s uh, uh, you're, you think that that's a lot of money and then as soon as you say that another woman will come up and say i i just heard what you said i know what to do i have a friend he's an attorney he lives around the corner now toby i'm giving you the reader's digest version here it takes yes. a little more elaborate than what i'm doing but there's uh, an attorney that i know around the corner let me go check with him so she'll go and and uh, and and five minutes later she'll come back and say he says that if we each put up ten thousand dollars we could split the money so of course the the two females agree to come up with ten thousand dollars and they pressure the the elderly person uh, uh, to uh, come up with ten thousand dollars to uh to 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 cash so they go take it to the attorney and of course it never makes it to an attorney and uh, and they're they're gone and the poor legs out of uh, out of 10 grand i know i've worked these one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cases. And, and and it works on the on the greed and uh, and and you know anybody that you know that wants to make money. I mean, the bank examiner scheme is another one that I've worked. These people will watch elderly people go to the bank. It doesn't even have to be elderly people go to the bank and they watch the bank deposits that you throw in the garbage. You see, the, a man will dress in a full suit, contact you when you come out of the bank. They will see what teller you go to. They'll come in and say, did you just go to the teller by the name of Kathy? Yes, I did. Well, I'm with the, well, you know, a bank examiner, and I'll have some official credentials on them. We're examining that teller because we know she's dipping into people's funds and stealing money, and we'd like to catch you. So what we'd like to do is we would like you tomorrow to go in there and withdraw $10,000 out of your savings account or checking account, and and we will mark it, and we will give you $2,000 as a reward for helping us catch this bad teller. Of course, they set it up more integral than I'm telling you. I'm giving you, I guess, the overview. And what happens, the lady will believe she's doing the right thing. Uh, she will obviously want the $2,000 extra in her, in her bank account, but she will go and comply and do this, bring the $10,000 out, give it to the, quote, bank account examiner, unquote, and they will actually, you know, you know, make sure she gets in her car or they'll even pay for a cab set to, to get her home. And they have the money and uh, that's how they pull off that scheme. Yeah, that's quite remarkable. And I investigated many of these over the years, many of these. Interviewing murderers and rapists and quite horrible people, to put it bluntly. How does that affect you? Sometimes you come home and you, you think about things. I can remember, you know, I collect law enforcement memorabilia and I collect law enforcement shoulder patches. And early on in my career, when I was with the Sausalito Police Department, I went to a, 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 a suicide. Okay. Of course, when you go to a, a you go to anywhere that has a dead body, you treat it as a homicide. You treat it as a, as a homicide until you rule it a suicide. Mm. What struck me was that here is this, this man, he was maybe in his late 30s, and his wife was there, and, and he had two twin daughters that were six years old. 
And, uh, and it really, really bothered me. In fact, that night that I went home, because I don't know why, I'm just sharing this with your audience, I woke up in the middle of the night choking. Like, I, I thought I was choking on a police patch because I was collecting patches. But I woke up choking and sweating because of what I saw earlier on my shift uh, with this man who, how could you think? I, I'm saying to myself, how can you think? so narrowly when you have two beautiful uh, twin daughters like that. Uh, and so that, that bothered me. So to sit here and, and a lot of, and trying to be macho, no, I'm not macho. Those things bother me. And, uh, and, uh, and you just have to try to deal with it and, and try to think of the positive things that you can, uh, can uh, uh, do for society. Yeah. Now, you've also written a couple of other books, haven't you, called Murder on the Rails and A Rookie Cop versus the West Coast Mafia. So how would you describe those books? Before uh, Tanya Chalupa and myself got involved in writing the books, I called her the Colonel Parker. For the federal government, I did a traffic safety program called the Chief Operator Teen Driver Program. Uh, You can Google it. And I went by the Elvis, the lawman, and you can yes. Google it too. And uh, so I dressed up as Elvis, uh, 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 funded by the National Highway of Traffic Safety and the California Office of Traffic Safety to reach kids for traffic safety. And what we did is we sang original traffic safety songs, but I did it in an Elvis, pers- Elvis voice, which I do pretty good as a cop. So therefore, after that uh, uh, is when we got involved and started writing these books. And uh, for Murder on the Rails, my guy was one man of a five-man death squad that rode the rails uh, uh, and killed 48 people by himself. Wow. He admitted to me and 100 with the death squad. He is currently, uh, he was convicted in in, uh, Oregon, Kansas, and Florida. And he, the FTRA, and I didn't, as a police officer, and most police officers do not do not know who the FTRA is, and they're the mm-hmm. freight train riders of America. They're different from the hobos, but they ride the rails, and they do a lot of crimes. They're sort of like the Hell's Angels on the train because yeah. they they wear they wear different color conchos and different color scars for the area uh, they ride, whether it's north, south, etc., etc. So. They're a very dangerous group. They made they can make a lot of homicides look like accidental deaths. And as you know, the FBI doesn't nationally track suicides or accidental deaths. So we don't we don't know how many actual homicides that occurred on these railroad tracks that are, that are that, that, that are attributed to the FTRA. My guy says that uh, he used to throw people off of moving trade cars just to see the expression on their face. Um, mm. so he was a pretty scary guy. Uh, yeah. And the second book was, uh, was I was, uh, that, and that, the uh, Murder on the Rails when I was in the Albany Police then in California, and then the Rookie Coppers of the West Coast Mafia, I actually dealt with them. And when I was in my 20s when I was dealing with these guys in their late 40s, early 50s, and it was connected to Frank Bompensero, Jimmy the Weasel, Fradiano, Angelo Marino. And my guy, uh, one of my guys, uh, it's a great movie scene. I don't know if you know about the Trident Restaurant Saucy. It was used to, used to be owned by the Kingston Trio. They came in there by boat, and they were all wearing scuba, black scuba gear. They came in at 3 in the morning with guns. They took down the janitors and handcuffed them. They brought their own equipment and drilled through the wall, drilled through the doors to bypass the alarm to get to the safe. 
drill through the safe, poured water in the hole so they wouldn't burn the money, used acetylene torches to open up the safe. Uh, and what a great movie opener it would be. So anyway, so um, so I learned a lot from these people. I was able to arrest two. And knowing what I know today, I should have arrested more of them. Uh, in those days, they had what was called the Federal Strike Force. And it was uh, federal agents made up of the FBI, ATF, etc. They don't have a Federal Strike Force anymore. Um, but in those days, when I went to get the warrants of arrest for my two guys, one in Alamo, California, one in San Diego, you know, the Strike Force went with me to the judge and added extra credence to the importance of this this crime. Uh, but what, you know what's really funny, Toby, I got to tell you this, <laughs> is that on the on the search warrant we did in San Diego, uh, they were uh, he my guy became an informant uh, was staying with a, a woman by the name of Muleheisen, and at the time the director of peace officer standard and training appointed by the governor was Gene Muleheisen, the ex husband of this of this woman. So these guys hung around in in, in high you know well to do influential people, but. The DA, I remember, I'm in my 20s, and the DA investigator is in his early 50s, and he finds an attaché case with, and he opens it up, and inside was all these dice with casino names on it. He goes, I think I'll take this to my office. Well, if this happened today, it was my search warrant, I should have taken it. And these were all loaded dice. But they get into the, they get them into the games and the casinos, and they know how to get them out. They win their money. They don't, they don't win a lot of money, but they win enough you know, three, four, five thousand just to get it in and out. And they go to three or four or five casinos. That's, you know, 25, 30,000 in a night. And, uh, and uh, he told me how they, my guy told me how they get them in and out of the games. But so I like a rookie and a young kid, I, I was complaining to him. Yeah. You know, that guy, Lewis, he took off all, <laughs> all the dice. He goes, don't worry. And, he, and, and this guy looks at me, he goes, don't worry, kid, I'll send you some. So in the mail, I get these five dice from the Tropicana, the Harris, the Sands, all loaded. In other words, they never crap out. They never, they'll never roll a seven or a eleven. Yeah. Well, where are we able to find all your books? And in particular, the latest one, Know What Cops Know? Uh, Amazon.com and Barnes and Noble um, have it. Uh, and, and I strongly suggest that, the, that the, although the others are nonfiction, true stories, they're wonderful books. And, uh, uh, and uh, but uh, the Noah cops know is is if you want to know what to do and what to look for in every one of these crimes, um, uh, the, it's a good piece for a, a good book for a family to have for research. It goes it even goes into kidnappings, parental. Uh, Parental kidnappings, uh, 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 you know, uh, just so many different uh, different topics that uh, that the family and would be educated. Things on child abuse, uh, recreational security, vacation security, uh, babysitting safety for babysitters, uh, uh, kidnapping, uh, a bunch of section on the senior citizens, gangs, uh, etc., uh, and a lot of cop skills are in there. What we look for is a couple of pages on just cop skills and what investigators will be, be be looking for but yeah know what cops know a good a good a good crime prevention guide for the fam well many thanks for joining us on the show it's been very great to talk to you anytime toby i appreciate your kindness 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Toby Gribben Show!